up for Jesus. He deserves much more. Hallelujah. Glory. <laughs> Father, we thank you. We thank you. We thank you. We thank you. Who is there like you? Oh, love. You will create. your faithfulness. We give you praise. Oh, sweet Holy Spirit. We rely on you this morning. Oh, have your way, sweet Jesus. Oh, none can compare with you. In Jesus' name, we have worshipped. In Jesus' name, we have worshipped. Let's have our seat. Thank you. Um, thank you, thank you, thank you. I appreciate God for this privilege. Um, I don't take it for granted. Um, and I appreciate the leadership of the house. Thank you, Pastor Kewe. Thank you, Pastor Femi. Thank you, everyone, um, all the leaders. I do appreciate um, everyone here. I'm grateful. So, yes, um, we're taking the, the topic of patience today. Um, I know that um, many people, I guess, they probably don't like to hear the word patience because the world has... I mean, the world we live in today has made us to believe that we can have what we want now. I mean, we can, I mean, why wait when you can have it now? You know, you know, like, um, 
generation, in, in Domi generation where, I mean, just microwave it, you know, and it's sorted. But um, when it comes to um, our lives in Christ as Christians, patience is a virtue that we must embrace because at every point in our lives, we are waiting for something. At every level, you know, just when you feel like you have crossed one hurdle, another one is waiting for you. So if you do not learn to wait, if you do not learn to, um, if you do not invite patience on this journey, this journey is going to be really hard. It's going to be really, I mean, um, it's going to be such a burden. But then we have the Holy Spirit. Uh, let me just quickly define what um, the dictionary um, refers to. As patience, it says the capacity to accept or tolerate delay. Is that not difficult? Does it not? I mean, tolerate, accept delay, tolerate delay, tolerate challenges, tolerate suffering without being annoyed. Is that not what they call suffering and smiling? Like, you are suffering, but don't be annoyed. Don't be anxious. Don't complain. It's, 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 it's not the easiest of things. But thank God for the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit, you know, when Jesus was going, he said, I mean, if you have to live this world, live in this world and live a triumphant life, then you must. You need the Holy Spirit, you know. So that's why, um, so that's why it's important that we embrace, we go on this journey with the Holy Spirit. And he says, the ability to wait something out continuing despite difficulty, remaining calm in the face of difficulty. And you know, sometimes it's patience is, will I say it's easier when you know the, the lens, you know that, oh, when I get into university, in four years I'm out. So no matter what you face, you know, okay, year one is down, year two is down, year three is down, and then I'm in my final year, or probably you're doing a five-year course. I mean, you know, you know the, sorry, apart from us who strike though, you know, you know when you start and you know when you're expected to finish. At those levels, it's probably easier to wait. It's easier to be patient because you know that it's just for a season, you know. But then, in life's challenges, we do not even, we cannot safely determine that in one year or in three months, this will be sorted. Which is why we really need to depend on the Holy Spirit. Please, can we just read Galatians 5.22? And if anyone has the amplified version, it just amplifies something for me that I didn't um, realize before. Galatians 5.22 in the amplified version. Not AMPC, please, the AMP. God, that's what I'm getting. Thank you, Obiezo. Not just the ability to wait. You must wait, oh. But how do you wait? Please, can you, I mean, can you please um, tell us what's in that um, comma again? So, that's where I'm going today. It's not just about waiting, but how do you, how do you wait? While you wait, what are you doing? 
while you wait, how are you? I mean, are you just grumbling every day? Wake up every morning and say, oh, God, God, when? You know that kind of, you know? And God, I beg, go. You know that kind of, that's, that's, that's not what God has called us to. That's not, um, that's not the ideal waiting. And I realized that, um, um, to be honest, when I was called on to minister, I had something else in mind, and I kind of struggled. My husband was like, pray something. That, that's the word. I mean, he gave me two options, and I was like, I have something else. But until I, I started to um, prepare, I realized that I needed to hear this. Because um, I had been waiting for something for a few years, and in my mind, I felt like I was nearing that, you know, the promise is here. You're already then get a shocker. But I realized that few days before then, when I was praying, like the Spirit of God dropped a word, a scripture in my spirit. I didn't, I mean, I didn't, um, I didn't understand it then, you know, and okay. But then when I got the shocker and I went to the Holy Spirit, I was like, ah, God, I need you to, and then he now reminded me of that scripture of two, three days ago. He said, that is the answer. And I was comforted. So it's a journey that um, we all need to embrace. We need to embrace um, this journey. And then it's important that as we wait, we need to know that God is intentional about us. I mean, um, it's not a haphazard. He doesn't just treat our lives haphazardly like, oh, anything goes. God is intentional. Have you ever wondered um, where, where, I mean, there's an option of a grab and go. I mean, like there's food already sorted, you know, you get your rice, plantain, or, I mean, which would you prefer? You have that grab and go option, or you have the option to sit in an exquisite restaurant, and then they say, what do you want? And then you make your order, specified, perfected, suited to your need. You can say, oh, I don't want it spicy. I don't want it. That's how God is to us. Just how you, and guess what? You know, and I'm not talking about, um, it's, there's a different thing when you go to a shelf and you pick up a dress and then the tailor carves a dress for you. Tailor, when they say tailor made, just for you. And custom made, and I'm not talking about uh, what we ordered versus what we got to. You know, it's not that type of those kind of tailors. I'm talking about, and guess what? You know, when with God, God is not those kind of people where what we ordered is what we had in mind when we're thinking, you had already seen yourself inside the dress. And then you now, but you know, with God, what we get is always better than what we order. With God, because guess what? Even beyond what you think you need, knows and he just prepares it specially made for you would you rather wait for that or would you rather say i want it now and and i'll just get a grab and go i mean so let's just look at it you know um there's this scripture that says um what scripture james 1 17 james 1 17 please can anyone read that please if you're there I should rush and just paraphrase, or is anyone there, please? James 1 17. Okay. 
God. Every good gift, every perfect gift. I'm sure that's what we all have, want. If they give you an option, you just choose anyone. Good, perfect. Perfect for you. That's what you need. Even beyond what you think you need. But he knows. Because he made you. He knows your frame. He knows, you know, those inner intricacies that you're not even aware of. perfect gift comes from me, God. So, it's important that we realize that God is our source. You know, the reason why we get disappointed on this journey many times, the reason why we get faint-hearted is because we see men as our source sometimes. We are thinking, ah, this person should do this for me now, you know. This uncle has the capacity. Or, you know, but God says, can you look to me? You know, I usually tell my children that, um, you know, growing up, I was reasonably from a, a comfortable home. And, you know, you probably think, oh, when I want, when we're going to secondary school, then I'll write out my list. And um, my siblings will write their list. And I would do something. I would take that list and I would go and pray. And I'll say, God, I need this. I mean, I didn't just look at my father that, oh, he would give it to me. He afford can afford trusted God. And guess what? Almost all the time, I got more than what I wrote in that list. Because, I don't know, I just I just believed that if we could see God as our source, and not a man, we would definitely get much more than we, we, we are bargaining for. And then that's not to say that it's, I mean, it's, a, it's an easy journey. Like somebody said earlier, it's not for the faint-hearted. You know, this journey, if you're going to do it God's way, if you're going to um, walk in line with what he has called you to, it's not going to be um, a stroll in the park, as it were, but then it's always worth it. You know, I told myself while preparing that everything God gives us is far better than what you can ever give yourself. It's far better than what you can ever achieve. But I mean, and I'm not saying, this is not to say that do not work, because guess what? Patience is hard work. Patience is, if you're going to do it, God, anybody who has achieved anything worthwhile, even in the Bible, had to wait. So we must, we must, and the Holy Spirit is there to make it easier. He's able to Give us the panadol while we're on that journey. He's able to open our eyes to say, this is what is ahead. You can wait, darling. Ay, 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 ay. Praise God. Praise God, can we just read um, Galatians 6, 9? if you do not faint, if you do not, if you do not give up. I don't know if many of us have seen, you know, these uh, pictures that, you know, go around as to um, people, maybe like um, a man is digging for gold. I don't know if you've ever seen it. He's almost there. But he thinks, ah, I'm 
feel that it's, it's long. This thing is taking too long. It's like one inch away. And then he says, oh, maybe it's not here again. He's going to face another thing. That's why you need the Holy Spirit on this journey. The Holy Spirit will tell you, keep at it. Stay there. Stay, stay with it. This is where I've called you to. This is what I have called you to. Just wait. Wait on me. Keep at it. Keep working. Keep doing good. Keep doing what you're doing. Keep, keep, keep. Oh, my goodness. All the things that is, I mean, I mean, it's easy for me to stand here and say that, oh, pains me, as in I was a bit disoriented for some days like, are you serious? But the Holy Spirit comforts us. He keeps us going on this journey. Praise God. So let me just, um, you know, I had said earlier that um, God knows what exactly we need. You know, like in Exodus 13, 17 to 18, um, if someone can please Exodus 13, 17 to 18. knows it all. He knows a shorter route, but he knows that that route is not the best for you. He knows. He did not guide them by the way of the Philistines because he's, he's from above. He sees it all. The circumference of the earth, the curves, the, he sees it, but he says no, for Taiwo, no, 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 I wouldn't have a go this way. For Yinka, no. So it may seem like a longer route, but it's for your good. Because he said, these people are not prepared yet. If they see what, they will go back to Egypt where I just delivered them from. So let them go by a safer route. Let them go by a safer I mean, it's not. So, so I mean, it's not, um, you know, even sometimes we want to rationalize it. That, uh, uh, even myself, I know this road now. Like Holy Spirit, like probably Google Map tells you, um, and you say, ah, this shortcut is there now. But he knows, he sees it ahead. He knows the dangers on the way. It may be a shorter route, but God says, wait for me now. Just let me, I've got this here. I can lead you. I can, can you trust me? Can you wait patiently? Can you just came up with um, while I was studying, while I was preparing, is um, mm -hmm. I said, while you wait, how do you wait? What do you do while you wait? And um, a very, I 
in particular one, I mean, resonated with my spirit. Even though, I mean, if you had told me to prepare this message, I probably wouldn't even think about it. So I, I believe that, I mean, the spirit of God is intentional about this one. Because, you know, when you're going through a difficult time, you begin to doubt. You begin to second guess yourself. You say, ah, I mean, you know, hard rich like this one. You know, and you look at others and say, ah, ah, why is it when it's my own turn that things seem so, as if everybody seems to be getting it. Everybody needs to be, I mean, ah, why is it my own? And you know, the Spirit of God said, some people here, you have begun to doubt the love of God for you. Because in your mind, God has favorites and I'm not one of them. Because if God loved me, why am I going through this? Why is my own journey so, so, I mean, why is this wogga wogga? I don't understand. I don't know if you understand in Yoruba. It's not, it's not, it's not, it's not, uh, uh, it's not straight, you know. But I'm here to tell you that God sees you. That God is with you even in this. And God says that I love you. The Bible says, I have loved you with an everlasting love. That love that nothing can impeach it. Nothing you do, nothing you did not do. And, uh, and probably your mind, you are saying, ah, she doesn't know what I've gone through. That's why she's saying God loves me. She's saying it so easily. Do you know that irrespective of, I do not know what you've gone through. And I do not know the severity of it. But I can tell you for free. That the fact that you are here, in spite of all that you have been through, is a testament to the fact that you are loved. And you are loved greatly. So God, never, 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 ever doubt that God loves you. And all the overwhelming, never-ending, reckless love of God. Oh, he chases me down, fights till I'm found, lives at 99, and I couldn't earn it, I don't deserve it, still you give yourself away, and all the overwhelming, never-ending, reckless love of God. Father, like, <laughs> there's no shadow you will light up, mountain you will climb up, coming after me. There's no wall you will kick down, lie you will tear down, coming after me. There's no shadow you will light up, mountain you will climb up, coming after me. There's no wall you won't kick down, lie you won't tear down, coming after me. And all the overwhelming, never ending, reckless love of God. Oh, he chases me down, fights till I'm found, lives at 99. I couldn't earn it, and I don't deserve it. Still 
Don't ever doubt it. That love is constant. It's everlasting. That love, nothing, 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 nothing you ever go through should make you doubt that God is mindful of you. The Bible says he's mindful of us. And so probably you think, you think that you are just in one corner and God hardly sees you. He says he's mindful of you. He says he loves you. This journey may have been tough and you are doubting. This morning I want you to be assured that God loves you. I want you to be assured. Convince yourself that he won't give up on you. He won't give up on you. He hasn't given up on you. He sees you even in your little corner. Amen. Praise God. This love is only unrelenting, is reckless, and is you are the focus of his love. You are the focus of his love. Praise God. Praise God. So the next thing I, would, I just wanted to mention is the fact that if this journey is going to be, I mean, easier or easier to deal with, you need to know who you are trusting in. We said earlier that our, our trust, our hope, our confidence is in the Lord. But then you need to know the, kind, the, the CV of this God that you are trusting in. Not only does he love you, he's kind, he's capable. God has all the treasures in his hands. He has all things under his feet. He has the heart of all men in his hands. So whatever you want, whatever you need, he's able, he's capable. Praise God. He's capable. He has all you need and more. And then understand that God has a plan. God is not going to mismanage your life. God has got it all sorted. He's the alpha. He's the omega. And he's everything in between. So yes, your life may not have started on a note that you would have loved to. And even where now, you might not see the end. But God says, I have got this sorted. God says, I know, I know, I know my daughter, I know my son, I know, I know, I know how hard this feels. But the Holy Spirit is there to make it easier for you. The Holy Spirit helps you through this journey. God has got it all out, all figured out. And so the timings, you may feel like this is taking too long. But imagine Joseph, he had a dream. He had a dream that he was going to one day become, his, I mean, brethren were going to bow to him. His father, his mother, and his siblings. He was going to shine as the light. Do you think that when he was sold to slavery, do you think that he kept that picture before him? Do you think that he gave up? If he had given up and said, ah, you know, the, the opportunity for Potiphar's wife will have just been a perfect killing. As well as they do this. You know, it will be a big man inside me. But he said, no, what I saw, what I saw is what waiting for. What 
he promised me is what waiting for. Is what waiting for. And he went through. He went through the journey, even in the prison. And then so, you know, the scripture that we started with said, um, it's not just waiting, but how you wait. So when he was in the prison, he wasn't just sulking around and say, I don't even, you know, why is my life like this? You know, I didn't even, I was my fa- I started out well. I was my father's favorite. I had coat of many colors. I was, you know, I was the, the star boy, the star girl. I mean, why am I here? He trusted God. And even there, he continued to prepare himself. That's one thing that he knew how to do, the dreaming. He continued to dream. He continued to help people solve their problem. So while you are waiting, are you just waiting lazily? Are you not waiting to think that things will just drop on your laps? No. Joseph continued to be a blessing, even though his life did not look like it. And eventually, he continued to solve people's problems. And, you know, God orchestrated it that at the right time, he was remembered. And he was honored. And he got there. So, um, it's important. Let's 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 not lose hope. Let's understand that God has a plan. And that plan, the Bible says, uh, the scripture that somebody read, I said, there is no variableness or no shadow of turning in him. What he promised, he's still able to do. He's still able. He's still able. He's still able. He has not changed his mind concerning you. And so probably in the process of trying to work it out on your own, maybe you thought, "Ah, this God is too slow. Just in case you do not know, the Bible says God is not slow concerning his promises as we count slowness. It is in our own, in our own little mind, we think this is taking long. God says, I am not slow. I am not slow concerning my promise. It's, I mean, I have it all figured out. I am not, I mean, it's because I am cooking it for you to make it grand, to make it worth your while. Yes, it might look like it's taking long, but just wait on me. At the end of the day, it's going to be worth it. So I said, if the almighty God that created, I'm just beginning to round up now, created the heavens and the earth, um, and then not one day are we begging the sun to come out. Not one day are we begging the uh, moon to come out and then the day to set, the sun to set. God who sets all those things in place, God, who knows? I mean, he did this. He's not doing maintenance. So. He's not. He's just, or he has set it. And everything is following its course. Your life is too small for you to think God has made a mistake. How many years ago he set these things in course, in motion, and they are automated. They oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're just, I mean, Nobody is going to say, ah, son did not come out today. Engineer, go and repair it. No. Your life is too precious. Your life is too precious for you to think that God, no, he hasn't made a mistake with you. Yes, he may be slow, but he's coming surely. Praise the Lord. Let me run. Um, So I said, while you wait, wait on his promises. Like we said, um, Joseph saw something. He saw what God promised. So wait on his what is he promised? What has he promised you? If you have not if you have not um, 
fixed your gaze on that, you need to go and know what he promised. You need to set the scriptures. You need to allow the Holy Spirit to, to brood and teach you. And while you're on this journey, it's too important. We must walk with the Holy Spirit because so many of us have overweighted. God has come through, but we did not see it. Because we are not in tune. We do not know when to make what move. But the Holy Spirit is able to help us. He's able to, um, he's able to, 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 to teach us just how to position ourselves for the things that God has prepared for us. Praise the Lord. So it says, um, I said, allow him to teach you. Allow the Holy Spirit to teach you um, while you wait. Allow the Holy Spirit to teach you um, and to help you to position yourself to receive from God. Another thing I said was, remember his goodness in time past. Remember his goodness. You know, it's funny how whatever we're going through now seems like a big deal. But we fail to realize that some things were bigger deals in the past. But we, 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 we went through them. It was, it was hard. It was harsh. It was tough. But we have overcome. If we went through that and overcame, much more we are well able. We are better suited because patience develops. Patience helps us to develop. Patience develops character. Patience develops. You know, it seems like nothing is working, but you are growing within. You are getting better. You are getting better. And, you know, another thing, another mistake we make is that we seem to want to compare ourselves with other people. Ah, this person, he has blown. I've told you that, I, I won't told you that you are supposed, you and that person are the same, we are on the same journey. The Bible says, for, I mean, run with patience. The race that I set before you, your race, Guess what? I'm a twin. My sister and I, we did not, our journeys are not the same. Jam jammed me. Jam did not jam us. We got married. She conceived immediately. I had to wait. And you know those things, you look at it that, but right now, I do not, I don't want her life. I'm just, I'm just glad. So, don't, don't, don't look at others. You know, I was, I was um, while um, coming from school runs, I was listening to a particular um, e-book with my children. And it says, comparison is like, comparison is like um, when you are on an obstacle course. Everybody's on, on, on their own race. And everybody's race, everybody's divided. I mean, there's a fence divided. And you are living your own race. Okay, so why can't you see what's happening on another person's race? I mean, can you not just face your race? It's like you copying somebody. You are writing, it's like, you know, jump now. I believe that jump is not the same questions for everybody now. And you want to copy somebody else. You have failed. You're, you, you have a unique, I mean, unique journey. Just allow the Holy Spirit. Follow no road. The Holy Spirit knows just what is suited for you. And if you follow him, if you go with him, he will help you. He will teach you. He will guide you. Even when you go through those challenging times, he will comfort you like he comforted me in the course of the week. So please, it's important. You know, it's... Uh, uh, yeah, so it's important. It's important. It's important. 
the tiny that it takes um, a bamboo to grow. It's different from the tiny it takes a corn to grow. Probably in, I don't know so much about farming, but I know that in few months, a, the corn would have, in fact, when they t- tell children to do practicals, um, once you put beans or you put corn in the ground, I mean, within two, three days, it has started sprouting. But you know that it takes three years for you to even begin to see signs of a bamboo growing. And it takes five years for it to bloom. But between that time, you would have planted corn, you would have gotten your harvest. You do not know, you do not know the kind of journey you are on. And, and the, the bamboo tree has gotten the reputation for being the fastest growing tree. So yes, in the beginning journey, it might seem like he's taunted. You'd have felt, oh, I'm watering this thing. I'm praying. I'm doing this. And it doesn't seem to. I mean, what, what's happening? What am I doing wrong? Just allow the Holy Spirit to, to check you. As long as you know, I mean, the Spirit of God, I mean, gives you a witness that you are on the right journey, doing the right things. Wait it out. It's going to be worth it in the end. Praise God. So, um, the, first, the last thing I'll just talk about is the fact that um, on this journey, we need, pay, uh, we need faith as we imbibe patience. The Bible says, those who through faith and patience inherit the promise. Through faith and patience inherit the promise. And so just in case you think it was easy even for Jesus. The Bible says that for the joy that was set before him, he endured the cross. The joy of seeing many turn to the Lord. The joy of seeing you. I'm sure he saw you. On the cross, when he was being beaten, battered, shattered. And he said, for you, I will go all the way. For you, I will go all the way. For you, I will go all the way. For the joy that was set before him. He endured the cross. Please, what joy are you seeing ahead of you? What joy do you see ahead? That joy will help you to go through, to go through joyfully, to to stay joyful, not complaining, but knowing that there is a purpose, that this thing is birthing something glorious. Praise the Lord. It is birthing something glorious. And, um, for the joy that was set before him endured the cross. So what Jesus has endured his own cross is for us to endure our own cross. Our own cross may not be a cross, but your cross is that thing that you're going through. That thing that you need God to, and God is telling you, wait. Wait on me. Wait it out. I have not forgotten you. I cannot forget you. I don't know if I have hit the nail on the head in terms of patience, but I don't know. This is what I just had in my spirit. And um, while we are on this journey, it's important that we keep our eyes on the goal. And it will make, you know, it wasn't easy for Jesus to go through, but it, it was a bit worth it. It was a bit, sorry, it was worth it, but it was a bit easier. Because he could see something ahead. He saw the glory that lied ahead. That, that was ahead. So what do you see? Don't wait. Don't wait without. I mean, don't just wait for the sake of waiting. What do you see? 
What are you waiting for? I guess that's the question. What are you waiting for? What are you waiting for? And so it would be easier if in your mind's eye you can already begin to see yourself there. Then it will make the journey worth it. Please, can we read um, he, um, Hebrews 10, 30 to 36? Sorry, Hebrews 10, 35 to 36, please. do not fling away your fearless confidence you carry a great and glorious compensation of reward you have need of steadfast patience and endurance so that you may perform and fully accomplish the will of God and receive and carry enjoy to the full what is promised so God has promised you need to know what he has promised and you need to be able to wait you know Habakkuk 2 verse 2 to 3 says though the vision though it tarries the vision is for an appointed time. Though it tarries, wait for it. So, um, basically just encouraging us this morning to say that God is with us in this. God is with you on your respective journeys. It may be tough, but the Holy Spirit, I mean, just go with God. Just go with the, let the Holy Spirit hold your hand on this journey. I'm going to wait on you. I'm gonna wait on you. I've tasted your goodness. I'll trust in your promise. I'm gonna wait on you. Father, we thank you. thank you. Father Lord, we thank you. Thank you for the privilege even to bring the word to your children. Thank you for the grace to remind us that you are with us on our journey. Thank you for the grace to, 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 to know again and to refresh, to refresh, to refresh our memory, to refresh, to again encourage ourselves that we are not forgotten. That you are with us even in this. And we know that he who has promised is faithful. We know that that which you have put ahead of us we will attain even as we continue to, to stay with you. And so just in case you 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 probably try to take matters into your hand, you try to sort it out yourself, and it seems to you like you have probably further messed things up. I just want you to speak to the Lord this morning. That love, 
is endless. That love is unrelenting. Can you just tell the Lord that I, I hand it over to you again afresh? I do, not, I do not take credit to say that I know the whole of the journey, but I know the one who knows all things. I know the one who knows me in and out. I know the one who knows what is ahead. I know the one who knows the times and the seasons. Can you just give it to him afresh this morning? Can you just turn it over to him afresh? Lord, we submit to you this morning. We yield to you afresh this morning. We wait on you. We trust your promise. We wait on your goodness. We remember the times that you have come through for us. And we know that even in these things, oh God, you will still help us. We know that we are not alone. We know that you're with us. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you for this reminder. Oh, in Jesus' name we have prayed. Amen.